0: So welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm here with Peter Byrne, NHS psychiatrist from East London NHS Foundation Trust. Peter's Pub Mental Health on Twitter. And Peter, you've got the the most brilliant um, Twitter profile, I think, because you've got Stanley Kubrick as your avatar and you've got uh, a scene from The Shining as your <laughs> as your header picture on Twitter. Um, so you're a big Kubrick fan. I am absolutely
1: massive Kubrick fan. I, I go over and over his movies, watch him regularly, so lucky last year. Uh, would you leave the Curzon showed Barry Lyndon uh, in full 35 millimetre, absolutely beautiful. It was so good. I went again the next night. So
0: yeah, I love that film. That's a real kind of standout picture of his for me. Um, yeah, yeah. I watched that on a plane on a tiny little. 10 inch wide screen I think (laughs) so maybe Uh, a a 35mm cut in London would be slightly better. It it would but I would watch
1: it on any device it's just such a beautiful film full of ironies and and full of tremendous sadness but it's just the story of a life you know that wasn't lived and you just think yeah this is uh, this is kind of a film about everything when you get into it. Lovely film.
0: Yeah so we're talking about Equally Wild UK today um, which is a really exciting new collaborative, brought together by the Centre for Mental Health and Rethink and Kaleidoscope and all sorts of different organisations involved in it already. Um, And your um, conversation today, I guess, is focusing on one of your sort of subjects of interest, which is, you know, smoking and e-cigarettes in mental health. Um, So just to kind of put that into context for us a little bit, why do you think people living with mental illness smoke so much?
1: Um, I think there's pretty good evidence at this point that if you're somebody who has a lot of stress in their lives and, you know, the stress could be the mental illness, but it's often the response of people to the mental illness. So it's things about discrimination, stigma, uh, you know, this sort of perception that there's a lack of external validation. They're all stressful. They're all stress generating things. And there is evidence now that people with mental health problems tend to be more addicted to nicotine when they start smoking and I think that's the key really to understanding what to do about
0: it. And I suppose one of the sort of established hypotheses about smoking and mental illness is that people might smoke tobacco to self-medicate, to somehow manage the symptoms of their mental illness through tobacco smoking. What do you think of that? Um, I, I've certainly heard this a lot. And when you sit in the room
1: with people who are heavy smokers, be they people with schizophrenia or people with pretty severe anxiety disorders, the pattern does seem to be about distraction that putting a cigarette into your hand and, and gets you out of a particular situation. I mean, right now, it literally gets you out of the building. So if you if you are stuck under section, you will get what's called a, a fresh air break where you'll go out and smoke. And the very fact that you're out of the building I think is benefit enough and that reinforces the cycle of nicotine addiction. I don't really buy that this is self-medication because if it is, uh, cigarettes are things that make anxiety and depression worse not better and there's even now evidence looking at the pathways to psychosis in young people that it, it isn't just the wrong type of cannabis but it's also cigarettes that can make psychosis more likely not less likely.
0: We've done a lot in this country in terms of public health to bring down smoking rates over the last few years, and that's been reasonably successful, Um, and one of the elements of that more recently is electronic cigarettes, vaping, as a way to help people come off tobacco. Um, You've written a position statement for for the College, for the Royal College of Psychiatrists on this. Do you think the NHS is doing everything it can currently to help people with mental health problems stop smoking? Um, most definitely
1: not, and it's not just us, the Royal College of Psychiatrists, that's saying it. A uh, very good report this year from the Royal College of Physicians that's saying the exact same thing, that we seem to have uh, a double standards uh, about the general population who smoke now less than 16, 16%, one six percent and people with mental health problems who smoke average 40% of that group. And we seem to have a double standard and low expectations that that group will even want to stop smoking. And if you talk to people who are addicted to cigarettes, they will tell you again and again that they want to stop and that even the economic argument where if they didn't spend that money on boxes and boxes of cigarettes, uh, they would be better off. But they also know it's having a bad effect on their physical health and the health of their children and people around them. So people really do want to stop. And the NHS has been really slow in adapting what it offers to people with mental health problems to help them quit smoking.
0: And I guess, I mean, that's 40% of people with mental health problems smoke cigarettes, you say there. I think yeah. if you look at some of the figures, I saw some figures from the Maudsley Hospital last year where we, we, they had figures like 80%, 90% of people admitted with psychosis or bipolar disorder who were smoking tobacco. Um, and one of the shocking figures, I think, is that almost half of the cigarettes smoked in England are, are consumed by people with mental health problems, 42%, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, um yeah, I guess it, it feels odd. When, when you talk to people who um, go into inpatient units or, or have a kind of, um, you know, appointment in secondary care, what they often say is, you know, I spoke to my nurse, I spoke to my psychiatrist, and they said to me, now is not the time to be giving up smoking. You know, you might need this more at the moment than you would do. Let's try that later on. You know, do you think the message is just not getting across to people working at the front line?
1: Yeah, I, I think this idea that it's all they have is such a patronizing idea because either it's a hospital or it's not. I mean, it may say mental health or psychiatric on the door, but if it's a hospital, it's about helping people It you know improve their health and their health is their psychological and physical health. So my view is I'm not asking someone in distress, maybe coming in with a police escort under section to give up nicotine, But we are saying to them, look, you're coming into a smoke-free unit and we will do everything we can to quickly replace that nicotine. And most mental health trusts will do it within the hour. So it's much better uh, dealt with than previously. We will help you replace the nicotine. And our position statement is also going to look at other alternatives, uh, including e-cigarettes, to help you stay away from tobacco.
0: We know that people are dying 15 to 20 years Yeah. Um, Earlier, if they're living with psychosis in the UK, how big an element of that is tobacco abuse? Yeah,
1: well, there's two things about that. The first is very good data from NHS Digital that shows that pretty much every year since austerity began. So we're talking about 10 years ago. uh, The gap between people with, with severe mental illness and the rest of the population has got worse every year. So that's the first thing. And when you look at how much of that, let's call it average 17 years loss of life is due to smoking, about half is due to poverty and inequalities. And, you know, we need to say that out loud because that's something where as psychiatrists we have to say, you know, if you want us to to protect the mental health of the nation, you have to stop austerity. And I think that's a statement of fact. Uh, But within austerity, you look at the fact that if people uh, smoke because of, of the stress of poverty and the stress of, of then mental ill health uh, the the inequalities get even worse so it's very hard to put an actual figure but we do know that the the largest preventable part of that 17 years of life lost is due to smoking okay and that's something we now want to do something about because it's plain to say what we've been doing up till now isn't working
0: What do you think about forcing people to stop smoking tobacco? So if you get sectioned, if you're admitted to a secure unit and you, you can't smoke, there is no fresh air break as you, as you describe it. Do, do you think that's a violation of human rights?
1: Um, I don't think it is and the courts don't think it is either. And what I'm saying again and again is we're not asking you to give up nicotine, which is one of the hardest things people can do. And I do appreciate many can give it up cold turkey, but you'll often find that group will often go back to it again. But no, your question is a really good one. Uh, We're not forcing people to into nicotine withdrawals because we're going to provide at least two sources of nicotine gum patch. There's an inhalator available on the NHS as well. And now, with this statement, we're also looking at facilitating e-cigarettes for our inpatients, for our community patients as well. And I think that's that's the key, really, to collaborative working with people who want to give up smoking.
0: Certainly, the feedback that I've received on social media um, from people is that the lack of vaping as an alternative is a big deal, and that would be received, you know, really positively. How, how long do you think it's going to take for that kind of message to get to? Units
1: on the ground. Uh, this is going to be a real challenge because uh, even within vaping, there's there's growing evidence that sometimes some young people are using vaping as a starter, so that they they've never touched cigarettes but they're starting to look at vaping. So we're not giving an absolutely you know blank check to to e-cigarettes. But we are saying, look, bring them into the unit. We will help you charge up your e-cigarette device at the nurse's station, which is the safety, uh, the fire safety recommendation to that as well. But I think we, we do need to be, as psychiatrists, more welcoming people who have switched from tobacco to e-cigarettes because they're so much safer than tobacco smoking on every level. And what we're also saying in this report is there is a drug called Champix for clean It'll be for any clean, not Champix in two years time when it's license, it's uh, generic license uh, is is removed. And we're asking that uh, many uh, of our service users could ask their psychiatrist, their community nurse, uh, the team that they're working with, what are the possibilities of them starting this drug, which two weeks before they start quitting cigarettes will really help them uh, beat the cravings for cigarettes. <music>
0: Stanley Kubrick was a heavy smoker, wasn't he? I guess he
1: had lots of mental health issues as well. <laughs> and, well, he he died young. I, I don't think Stanley had a lot of mental health issues. I, I really dislike this industry that, that labels him autistic and, and says all sorts of stuff about him. Um, there's an interesting movie that came out just, just this year called Film Worker, uh, about uh, actually Lord Bullingdon from Barry Lyndon, who worked with Stanley, Leon Vitali. Uh, he worked with Stanley for the decades that followed his first meeting with them until Stanley died in '99, and you don't get a picture of a you know some sort of mentally unstable uh, person on the autistic spectrum. You get the uh, clear picture of a guy who was absolutely committed to filmmaking. Uh, so I I'd put it that way, and I do think Stanley gave up. But uh, as I say, he 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 died uh, he died for him quite young, uh, but remember, in dying in his '70s, uh, you know that's. Uh, 17 years, years later than somebody with schizophrenia and bipolar
0: yeah well thanks for clearing that up i didn't know that that's very interesting um and yeah thanks very much for joining me my pleasure